1: Live. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us this morning for our talk show, Breakfast with the Pastors. And I'm your host, Pastor Helen Young at Grace Worship Center in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And today I have my guest with me. I am co-pastor Louis Young III here at Grace Worship Center. And I have senior pastors, Claire, and his lovely wife, Tanya Johnson. And they're the Senior Pastors of Transformation Church International here in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Now, just before we start, I want you to make sure you get your cup of coffee, get your tea or maybe hot chocolate, and get your uh, honey bun or cinnamon rolls, Krispy Kreme or Shipley Donuts, and sit down and join us. Now, if you're driving, you just keep it turned up to listen to the talk show. I want you to be safe out there. Amen. Now, today we're going to talk about obedience to God, what it is to obey God. And before we start on this, now I want to have Pastor Tanya Johnson to lead us in our opening prayer. Father God, we just come to you this morning, Lord God, just lifting up your name, Lord. Father, we thank you for all the listeners out there, Lord God. As we begin to speak your word, Lord God, that their word obedience, Lord God, will become live in them, Father God. Father, we just thank you and we give you all the glory, honor, and praise, Lord God, in everything that we do. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 amen, amen, amen. We're talking about obedience, what it is to obey God. And we're looking at the scripture that's found in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse number 22. And this is a familiar passage, but we're going to talk about it. And uh, for those who have the opportunity to open up your Bible, I want you to read along with us. Remember, if you're driving, you can just listen. I want you to be safe out there. And the scripture reads as follows, and Samuel said, has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to haunt than the fat of rams. So the familiar passageway that a lot of people say, you know, it's better to obey than to sacrifice. So we're going to talk of exactly, talk about exactly what it means to obey God, or is it necessary to obey God, or you don't have to obey God in this time and place and season. And, you know, a lot of people don't obey. But we're going to talk about exactly what it means. And I won't uh, pass the uh, Clarence, just to tell us what he feels or
0: thinks about this fact. Amen. Thank you, uh, Pastor Allen. It's good to be here this morning, and all of you guys are listening out there. God bless you. Uh, what we're talking about is obey, and the scripture that was read say it's better to obey mm-hmm. than to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And what it says to me, many people, uh, they, they would readily do the big thing. You know, God, I'll do this for you. I'll walk to the end of the earth for you. I'll do. And God said, you know, sometimes I'm just asking you just to obey what I tell you to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And just to humble yourself and obey God. And, and, in fact, the only way you really can please him
2: mm-hmm.
0: is to have faith in him and to obey what he tells you to do. Mm-hmm. So that's a part of serving God, just to obey, because he'll tell you to do things. Sometimes they're big things. Sometimes they're real small things. Mm-hmm. He wants to know will you follow him in the big things and the little things. And sometimes people are willing to do the big things, mm-hmm. but they fall and stumble over the little things. Right. And they say, God, I'll sacrifice this, I'll do that. He said, all I want you to do mm-hmm. is better to obey than mm-hmm. to do all that sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Because if you obey me, then you won't have to do a lot of sacrifices. Uh-huh. If you listen and follow me, it'll save you from a lot of things. And we were uh-huh. talking a little earlier how sometimes when you just listen to that little small voice and, uh-huh. and obey God, yeah. sometimes it can save you a whole lot of trouble.
1: You're right about that. What about Pastor
0: Lewis? Well, you know me. I always like definitions. You know, uh-huh. for you know those who like definitions. Sacrifice means the act of giving up something mm-hmm. you want to keep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people don't like to release things. Mm-hmm. They think that they can do it on their own. Mm-hmm. So when you think about obedience, a lot of times we can't do enough. When you say God just wants the simplicity of our lives, just give him your heart. That's simple. But a lot of times, people like to do the acts. Well, God, let me go minister here. Or let me go do this. Let me go do this. Or let me go do this. But they're really not listening to God because obedience, and this is what God actually told me today about the word obedience. To obey means that you have to be subject and you have to submit yourself to somebody who is in authority. A lot of people don't like to submit. God spoke to me and said, even with owners of a company, those who say, well, hey, you know, I'm an own boss. I don't have to submit to anybody, but yet at the end of the year, um, January the 1st, um, you're going to have to pay taxes, so you submit to Uncle Sam. So, therefore, you still have to submit, regardless sure. if you run. I said, well, I ain't going to pay taxes. You still have to submit one way or the other. But to submit to God, don't you realize that God has the best for his people if you just submit to his authority? Amen.
1: Come on, Pastor Tammy. Amen. When I look at the word obedience, um, mm-hmm. I see that if you look at that whole word, you'll see the word die in the word obedience. Uh-huh. And sometimes we have to die to our flesh and surrender. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So basically, I believe that we have to actually crucify our flesh in order to come under the almighty king. Amen? Mm-hmm. And whenever you think about obedience, it's willing to do what someone tells you to do. We need to be able to follow God's word. Amen?
2: Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You know, you're
1: so right about what everybody has said on it. And, and looking at, when I looked at the word obey, it says to do as you're told. And when I read that, it jumped off the page at me because so many times we're told to do certain things, mm-hmm. but we don't want to do it. Why? Because. We just want to because we can, which means that we are uh, disobedient to what God has commanded us to do. Right. And at this point, I want to bring up a question, and I want us to uh, think about this for okay. a moment. Okay. And why is it hard for the people of God and not Christians to obey the Lord? Why is it hard for us as a people of God to not obey God? Come on! I, I, well, come on! Well, I think
0: some people take god for granted Uh because they get to the place where they say "Well, god you know i'm saved now you know i know how you're gonna move god i know you're gonna take care of me god i know that you're gonna take you know deliver me from this. so you're gonna rescue me for this and really what they're doing is taking god's grace and his mercy and they're taking advantage of god in actuality so they think that well i can go ahead and see it and all i got to do is just slap a spiritual band-aid on and say, i repent god and that's good enough, but you never turn your heart back to God. So really, you're not really walking in true obedience to God. But you have to turn and say, well, God, if you told me not to do this, God, I have to deny mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't want to deny themselves. It's them and they ways, and I think when they put themselves over God, mm-hmm. then that's what caused them to walk in disobedience to God. Because now they're making God, as a man, say, well, God, i serve you when it's my time to serve you. Any other time, God, you know, I'm going to have to pencil you in. You can't pencil that
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, listen to this also. When, as I, uh, when I ran the meaning of obey, it says, do as you're told. It means to follow, to comply with, to abide by, to act upon, to conform. And I know that a lot of people don't want to obey. We just have to bring it home. Those are inside uh, the church. Because... They are grown, they're educated, they have this and they have that. And to really obey God would mean that they don't have to take themselves out of that equation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that means that, God, I don't need you for right now. You've taken too long. You're not coming the way that you should be coming. I know best on how to do it for myself. So I would rather be my own boss. Come on, Pat. <laughs> well, uh,
0: sitting here listening, and one thing that I, I understand that to obey is the central theme of everything. Mm-hmm. Everything functions whether you don't whether obey or not. Mm-hmm. Traffic sign. You're right. If you don't obey that, somebody's going to get hurt. There's going to be an accident. Mm-hmm. There's, you're probably going to get your vehicle toe up. There's going to be things happen. If you don't obey the traffic sign, if you don't obey the speed limit,
1: if you don't obey the
0: authorities, if you don't obey, mm-hmm. there's always consequences. So God knew that And, in fact, he commands us to obey because he knows if we don't, we're going to run into trouble. Uh, In Ephesians 6, 1 and 3, he tells the children to obey their parents. (laughs) He said, uh, this is right in the Lord, then honor your father and your mother. So God tells us to obey for our own good. You
2: know,
0: he tells us also, uh, as a pastor, you know, sometimes people don't want you to tell them what to do. But if you're going to be a child of God, you mm-hmm. have to understand that God puts pastors and yeah. shepherds in your life to help you, yeah. not to hurt you or to rule yeah. over you, but to help you. Mm-hmm. And the Bible tells us to obey them that have the rule over you. Mm-hmm. Right, right, but right. in our society today, people don't like to hear that, but you still have to have godly men and women of God in your life to speak into your life and say, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Right. And people don't want to hear that.
1: Looking at obey and obedience, the Bible makes a statement about Jesus. Remember? It says that he learned obedience. Why? Because of the things that he suffered. Is that not true? And that we have to learn obedience. It's not something that we were just born with. It is something that we were taught on how to obey the Lord. And if you don't obey your parents, Quite a big challenge for you to obey a God whom you don't see.
2: Amen.
1: What do you think about that, Pastor Daniel? Yeah, the Bible has a lot to say about obedience. Um, in fact, obedience in the essence of Christian faith, Jesus Himself was obedient unto death, even death on the cross. Yeah. For Christians, the act of taking up the cross and following Him. Love for Jesus by obeying him in all things. You know, the word says, If you love me, keep my That's commandments. Right, right. <laughs> Over in the book of Luke, chapter sixteen, sorry, chapter seventeen, verse number six. Listen to this for a moment. It says, And the Lord said, If ye had faith as the grain of mustard seed, ye might say unto the sycamore tree, be thou picked up, plucked up. By the root right,
2: right.
1: And be thou planted in the sea And it should obey you So what is God saying We have the power Within us To be obedient right, right. And once we be obedient Things happen mm-hmm. With the fruit of our lips And the power of the tongue mm-hmm. And the faith in God That we have We can speak a heart that if we obey the principles of God. And the one of the principles that he said, even with your faith, yes. you have to obey the principle of God. With the faith comes faith, comes life, yes. and the more you put it into words, into action, means the more that you obey the principles of God. Right, right. What do you think about it, Mr. Lewis? Well,
0: I think about on a natural when you think about obedience. When children are obedient to their parents, parents like to bless their children. But think about when we're obedient to God, mm-hmm. God does more than your parents. He blesses not only on the physical, but in the spirit. Mm-hmm. If you take the scripture out of Job 36, verse 11, it says, If they obey mm-hmm. and serve him, mm-hmm. they shall spend their days in prosperity mm-hmm. and their years in pleasure. Mm-hmm. Because, see, when you're obedient to God, and I'm going to say something a lot of people might not like, are doing your tithes and your offering. Uh-huh. When you get paid, give God his cut to the front,
2: mm-hmm.
0: not at the end when you say, well, okay, well, I didn't pay all my bills, pay my house, no, my car, no. think God, you can have some change. Just think if God turns around and gave you some change and say, well, today I'm going to set you out for about two hours and see how that works. Mm-hmm. But it's about obedience. It says that you shall do what? In the scripture, it says that it say, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Health is pleasure to me. Long life is pleasure to me. Joy and peace is pleasure. It, it ain't it don't feel good to be broke. But in obedience, giving God what He desires, which is really your heart and your life and your time, because God does deserve your time. That means that if you do those things, God is a covenant keeping God, He will keep a covenant with you, and you shall be prosperous, prosperous in the mind, prosperous in your family, prosperous on your job prospers in the whole. That is the covenant, but it's still based off of what? Obedience. Can you obey? Can, Can you obey?
1: I have something that uh, The Bible says in Mark 4, chapter, Mark chapter 4, verse when He says that, and they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Yes. The power and authority that Jesus walked in, he had a connection with God the Father. And when you have that connection with God the Father, what you speak has to bring about the results for which you're saying it. Because if you're obeying your mom and your daddy, then you have that same authority that they have, and you walk into that power. And what you say become powerful words when i think about jesus obeying the father because he always makes the statement i always talk to the lord i'm always going and praying that way he has the power from god immediately in him that whatever he said whatever he did it brought about power only because of obedience right right and the men they marveled and said even the wind And the sea obey him. It goes back to what I was saying about the sycamore tree and about faith. Your faith is locked into your obedience if you believe that God is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and he is your father.
0: You to, to healing. And the Lord said, Well, I will come to your house and heal your servant. He said, Lord, he said, I am a man of authority. Uh-huh. I say to one, go and he goes. Uh-huh. I say to another one, come and he comes. I say to another, do this and he do it that. Yeah. He said, You don't have to come to my house. Mm-hmm. He said, All you need to do is speak the word. He said, Because I recognize you have authority. And the only reason Jesus had authority because he was under authority. That's right. And when you obey God, you're uh-huh. saying, God, I am under your authority. And when you're under God's authority, he releases authority to you. That's when we can speak to the winds and we can speak to cancers. We can speak to diseases. Why? Because we are not rebels by ourselves, but all of heaven is backing us up. And that's what that Roman centurion was saying. He said, listen, when I say do this, it's not because they necessarily respect my word, but all of Rome backs me up. Because I've worked for Rome, I live for Rome, and I do what Rome tells me to do. So when I say something, all of Rome has to back me up. So when we obey God, all of heaven and his resources backs us up. Why? Because we are under
1: His authority. Brings me to this scripture mm. that says in the book of Acts Hallelujah! Glory to the Lamb of God mm. that was slain before the Father. In Acts five and twenty-nine it says, mm. Then Peter and the apostle answered and said, yeah. We ought to obey God rather than men. Yeah. But for them to make that statement that they would rather obey God mm-hmm. is to see what they were doing prior to them making that statement when they was doing a good work in healing Uh casting out demons and doing the work of the lord what gets me is that they were locked up in prison peter and the disciples and the bible says that the angel came and told them i'm setting you free but you must go and preach that word so they left that morning And they went and began to preach. And then when the officials told us they were there, and they went to get them at prison. And the report came back. The prison is like it's supposed to be. The guards are posted. But the prisoners, Peter and the disciples, they were not there. And then they wanted to, you know, put them in, you know, don't be talking about him. And they said to them. We just got a word from God mm. to set for us to go and preach and to continue healing, oh, casting out demons. We better obey God, that man, mm-hmm. because it is God that set them free. Yes. That set them free from prison mm-hmm. and didn't tell them, you need to go and preach there. And the scripture says that they went out that early morning mm-hmm. and began to preach. And I'm saying This obedience that we're talking about, I I know I'm repeating this again, but you just got to feel me on this. It's locked into my faith Mm -hmm. on whom I serve. Mm -hmm. It's locked into who my head of my life is. And it's locked into who my father is. And if my father sent me and told me that then good golly God drops. I'm going to do what my daddy has to say because my dad walks in power and authority. He declares the beginning from the end. Mm -hmm. I would rather obey God than to obey man. And I tell you, that just really set my heart a on that over in Acts. I I just have to read that for a moment. And um, when it talks about Excuse me, it's over in Rome. I'm sorry, over in Acts chapter five, and I'm gonna read verses nineteen through twenty. And when it says there, it says this, but the angel of the Lord by night opened the prison doors and brought them forth and said yes. verse twenty, Go, stand, and speak in the temple to the people, all the words of this life. Mm. After the Lord open up the prison doors, mm-hmm. they could make a powerful statement. It is better for us to obey God than to obey
2: mm-hmm. right. mm-hmm. me. Come on. Mm-hmm. Baby.
1: Mm-hmm. So, true obedience means imitating God's holiness and humility and in love. 1 mm-hmm. Peter 5 and 15 says, but like the Holy One who called you Be holy yourself Mm -hmm. also in all your Mm -hmm. behavior. We have to exemplify. We have to show others how to be holy and how to obey Christ. Amen? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because some people, like we had stated earlier, they don't want to obey. Mm -hmm. They want to do their own thing. Mm -hmm. And so we have to realize that it's not about us. It's about him. It's about the Father. And the scripture, you know, Mm -hmm. obedience Mm -hmm. is better than sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Pastor Helen, I'm going to obey Mm -hmm. all the days of my life. Amen. No Amen. matter what it costs.
0: Amen. 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 Come yeah. on. Well, think about it. Look at it in Romans uh-huh. 6, verse 12. Mm-hmm. It says, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourself servants to mm-hmm. obey? His servants ye are to whom ye obey,
2: mm-hmm. whether of
0: sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. Mm-hmm. But then if you drop down to verse 18, it said, Being then be, being, being, made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. It's based out of obedience because you have to obey somebody. Now, somebody's your daddy. The question is, who is your daddy? Uh uh We talk about your spiritual daddy because either your daddy is what? God? Or or is your daddy the father of lies? Because you know whoever you belong to by the fruit that you walk in. So if you're walking in peace and love and joy and patience and kindness and gentleness and compassion, we know who you belong to. Amen. But if you're walking in the other stuff, we also know who you belong to. Uh-huh. Because you think about God, when he talks about the connection, he said he knows his children. He knows his sheep. Amen. That's based out of obedience, because sheep are only obedient to the shepherd.
1: That's right. That's right. That's right.
0: <laughs> well, you know, sometimes uh, in in this walk that. We're going to find that sometimes obeying God is very costly, mm-hmm. and sometimes it, it will put you in situations that is it's very uh, painful. Mm-hmm. But but I'm reminded of, of two men that obey God, and and it seemed like obeying God kind of let them down. But if you read all the way through, you'll see where obeying God God blessed them double because. I'm, I'm reminded of Job, and the things that Job went through because he obeyed God. And, and, yes. and people were telling Job, his wife, you know, she said, Job, why don't you just curse God, God and die? Mm-hmm. And, and the Bible said after all these reports that Job received about his, his cattle, about his flocks, about his children, about all that, the Bible said Job did something that, that, that I find just striking. The Bible said that Job shaved his head and sat in sackcloth and ashes and worshipped. He didn't complain. He didn't curse God out. He worshipped, and God gave him double for what he went through because he obeyed God even in tough times. And then in Abraham in Genesis uh, twenty-two, uh, when the Lord told Abraham, He said, "I want you to sacrifice your only son." And and we understand Abraham had another son, you know, by a woman named Hagar, but God didn't recognize that was his only son because Abraham. God says, no, the one I told you to produce. So a lot of times we do things out of disobedience and we have to pay for it later. But God says, I want you to offer this young man up to me. Mm-hmm. And you know that had to tear at Abraham's heart. He'd been waiting all his life for this young man. But God said, I want you to offer it up to me. And Abraham took his son and went to the mountain. And God said, I'll show you where it goes. He said, you'll know when you get there, go to the place. And Abraham got there, you know his heart was breaking because he said, God, are you sure? God said, this is what I want you to do. And he was getting ready to sacrifice his son, and then God stopped him, as we know in Genesis 22. But he said something very important, Pastor Helen, that when a young man asked him, he said, where are you guys going? He said, the, the young man and I, we're going up to the mountain. He said, we're going to sacrifice. He said, we're going to go worship. He said, God, even my obeying you is a sign of my worship. Mm-hmm. So when we do things that are hard, we do things that we don't want to do, but we do them because we love God. Mm-hmm. That is a sign of worship to God. And we see that God stopped him and said, Abraham, hey, don't do it. Now I know that you will withhold no good things, nothing from me. Mm-hmm. And God blessed him. Mm-hmm. But sometimes in this walk, mm-hmm. God, I ask us to do things. Me, I wasn't obedient to you guys, so therefore I decided to live my own life. You know what? In
1: that, as you were talking, uh, 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 open the book of Second Corinthians chapter 10. And I know people in Christ have a problem with this, but when you linger too long, yeah. you have in company with those thoughts. Scripture says in Second Corinthians 10, verse 5. He says, casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. A lot of times people will go and they'll get those little thoughts that ought not to be there. They're visiting those little situations in their mind, you know, that shouldn't be there. But if they take that. And apply the truth of God's word and be obedient in applying the word of God there, which is a weapon Mm -hmm. to, the weapon is the word of God. But if they become obedient in that and to do that, they're going to have those jangle of thoughts all the time, those thoughts of uh, uh, things that should not be there, you know, suicide or murder or death or anything. If they take those thoughts right then and there and become obedient and say, you know, I'm not going to do that. God's word says, I have a sound mind. Uh-huh. The word of God says, I am more than a conqueror. Uh-huh. His word, whatever it is, that I am not a pauper. I am not broke. Uh-huh. I am financially wealthy because God wants me to prosper naturally, even as my soul prosper. Uh-huh. If they begin to apply that word, it, they're they can have. And normally am there at, at seven, but they don't want to take the opportunity to wake up. really a leader, I can't follow authority. And so those that are out there in radio land, if you are not following what the head is telling you to do, you might want to check that. Because that's that's outright disobedience. Uh-huh. And God is not pleased with that. Amen. Uh-huh. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Great job. Uh-huh. You, you know, uh I was I was listening and I, sometimes I listen to key words that stir me and, uh-huh. and you have said something about when we bring in thoughts into captivity to the obedience of Christ and you said I am prosperous and I am blessed you know there is something about obedience all of creation <laughs> obeys the voice of God <laughs> he told the sun to shine a thousand yeah. years ago it's still doing it. he told the, the sea he said this is your boundary you might go over the floor, but you've got to come back and they obey, the birds are obeying him. And you you made a statement that that we should say, I am blessed, I am prosperous. Here's the thing about that. When the Lord Jesus walked this earth, he told them that I am. When Moses asked, who shall I say sent me here, He said, I am that I am. Whenever the I am is spoken, that's why they try to kill Jesus so many times when he said I am because they knew. That is deity. That is the name of God, mm-hmm. right. and he shouldn't be speaking that, they thought. But, but the Lord shared this with me, and those of you that are listening, you, you need to hear this, that when, whatever you attach I am to, mm-hmm. the Lord said in his word, he said, I will not hold them guiltless who takes the Lord's name in vain. Mm-hmm. Whatever you attach the Lord's name to, all of creation starts looking for that thing that you've just spoken because it recognizes the I am. So when you start saying stuff like, I am sick, all the sickness in the universe starts looking for you because it recognizes the I am. But if we reverse that thing and say, I am blessed, yes. I am healed, yes. I am the righteousness, yes. all the blessings yes. start looking for you, yes. Yes. all of the healing start looking for you. That's how I got healed from cancer. Uh-huh. I begin to proclaim the word of God. I am, that's the covenant of name of God, and whatever you put behind it, the creative Power starts looking for you. Amen. So I am healed. All healed starts looking for. You. Helen, that's why I'm still here. Today.
2: Amen. So y'all amen. need to
0: watch what you put. I am to.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. 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 Hey, come on, Pat. Look, amen. Amen. I I just think about. I don't know what to say after that because.
1: I was talking to the Lord earlier, they want to offer something else besides being obedient. Listen to that. Over in Exodus chapter 8, verse number 8, then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron and said, entreat the Lord that he may take away the frogs from me and from my people, and I will let the people go that they may do sacrifice to the Lord. When you – people would rather have you do the sacrifices, but they don't want you to obey, but then they put a twist to it. I'll let you go sacrifice, but you have to take away this. Knowing that once you go sacrifice, you're going to be getting something from God. If your sacrifice is worship, you're going to be having a good time worshiping the Lord. If you're there offering up the ram, that you're going to be worshiping God, and you're going to be giving God praise and waiting for the next adventure in your life. But people will take that and say, I want you to do this instead of you obeying. It looks like it's the M-R-X thing. It looks like it, but it's not really. Mm. You know, so what do you think about that?
0: Do they sacrifice
1: mm. instead of obeying? No, I oh, lot of people do, yeah. 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 Uh, just to bring it in the modern day,
0: uh, when the Lord tells us to do something, you know, a lot of times people would rather say, well, okay, we're going to have church. We, we're going to sing this song. We're going to do this here and so forth. They'd rather do those things than what the Lord said, walk over there and, and tell that tell sister, forgive me. Mm. You know, right, they'd right. rather sing. They'd rather, you know, play in the, in the choir. They'd rather do all those things. Okay, I'll do all that. But the Lord's been telling on your heart, go over there and ask them to forgive. Mm. Go over there and say, hey, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Mm. But they'd rather, no, I'm going to worship you, God. I'm going to sing. I'm going to praise. But you were reading in the scripture in the Old Testament. There was a, a man of God who came to the temple, and they were doing stuff that God had moved on years ago, and they were still worshiping the same way. He said, he's not even here anymore. We he don't, he don't even do that stuff anymore. And they were still worshiping in the same way, and God had moved on. And, and, and a lot of people would rather do that than just humble themselves and just obey God and say, God, okay, I know I'm, I want to sing this song. I want to testify, but you're telling me to put this mic down, go over there and say, forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you a little, uh, okay. I just wanted to throw this out on the okay, out back end okay. of that. And Isaiah 1, verse 11, because uh-huh. people do a lot of sacrifices, uh-huh, uh-huh. but they don't realize, why well, is tired of all these extra sacrifices? I uh-huh. just want your obedience. Uh-huh. Says, to what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices uh-huh. unto me? Say the Lord, I am full of the burnt offerings of uh-huh. rams uh-huh. and the fat of the fed beast. Uh-huh. And I delight not in the blood of bullocks or of lambs or of he goats. Uh-huh. How many sacrifices are you going to keep doing well, God? I, I will be stubborn. I know you're tugging on my heart. I know you're steady talking to me to be obedient, but God, I don't think I want to be obedient, God. And God is saying, well, and you realize that God don't move, He will lead." But a lot of times when he leaves, you miss out on what God has in store for you because of your disobedience to God. But here it is. Why are you standing sacrificing what God? I'm going to give you 30 things. God says, well, you know what? That's 30 things you gave. Why don't you just get one thing from me? That's all these asking. Sacrifice. Don't, don't give me no more stuff. Just give me your
1: heart. You know, I love what Pastor uh, Clarence had said. And, and I've it so many times in our church setting and, and that I've asked them to do one thing and they want to come back and do something else to their best. I didn't need that. They want to sing all I wanted them to do was this worship today. And they wanted to sing this beautiful song because of their melodious voice. But I didn't need that. I had somebody doing that already. But people would rather give you something else and say this is good. They already know that the Lord told them that particular day, I want you to just work the door. But, you know, I got this. I got that. I want to do that. So, yes, people do that. I got another question I want to throw at, at everybody on that. I know in the ministry, I have found that if children don't obey their parents, that it becomes a challenge for them to obey God.
0: Yeah.
1: Do you agree with that? Yes. Yeah. Why?
0: Well, I'm, I'm just going to say it like this. Parents are a representation of God's law of his commandments. So if you cannot obey your parents, first of all, you have to recognize that parents were sent from God. Parents are here to guide and set boundaries for you. That's basically what the word of God does. It sets boundaries for us. Mm-hmm. So when a kid is disobedient to their parents, then mm-hmm. basically what they're saying is, God, I'm not satisfied with the authority that you put before me. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I'm not satisfied with you, God. And that causes a lot of kids to reveal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they have to understand authority. Mm-hmm. Because authority is wherever you go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you cannot obey in your house, how do you expect to obey out of your house?
1: Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I just believe that um, basically you have to have the Lord leading you in everything that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not your representation got to have someone the head. I just believe that we have to have Christ as the center of every single thing we do, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as our example. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, when when you ask a question about sometimes if if children don't obey their parents, Mm -hmm. it's hard to obey God. Mm -hmm. And and I want to say this uh, before I say anything else. I know I am not God. I know who God is. I know I'm not him. Mm -hmm. But on this earth, to our children, we are the first representation of God they see.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: that's why you see so much going on right now with the young people in the world today. Mm-hmm. No respect, no restraint mm-hmm. is because the fathers have abdicated their position mm-hmm. as being the image of God. Mm-hmm. See, the Bible says we were made in the image of God, right, right. and we are to live you know, Like God wants to live before our children So when we speak to them mm-hmm. They would obey because they see a representation of God mm-hmm. If your children see God In you, in your home They don't have no problem obeying God Because they're used to it right. But when, when, when we don't We don't take our position and our role mm-hmm. That's when children They don't see God in us So it's hard for them to obey a God They cannot see mm-hmm. and, and that's why fathers are so important And mothers, husband and wife -hmm. That's Christ in the church.
1: Amen. That's why the devil's
0: trying to destroy all of them.
1: That's right. Because that
0: is Christ in the church. With a man and his wife, that is Christ in his church. And when children see Christ in his church functioning together, they can understand how to obey God.
2: Mm -hmm. You're right about that.
1: You know, in the book of Romans, chapter 5, verse 19, it says, For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one man shall many be made righteous. Adam failed, but Jesus came on the scene for us mm-hmm. and lived a holy and righteous life and was obedient to the Father. He is our example. So, because of that, we are able to live righteous by the blood of Jesus, so that we could be an example to win others into the life of Christ. What do you think about?
2: <laughs>
0: oh, you want me? It, well. Oh man, this this is so good. Um, I just have a thought. Okay, sometimes if we're not careful, mm-hmm. people can cause you not to obey God
2: mm-hmm.
0: and cause you to miss out mm-hmm. on what God had for you. And my mind is taken back to the place mm-hmm. where God spoke to Moses mm-hmm. and He said, "I want you to go and speak to the rock." At one time, God told Moses to hit the rock, strike the rock. Mm-hmm. But this time, he said, now I just want you to go and speak to him. And the people were murmuring, the people were complaining, and they got on Moses' nerves to the point to where Moses struck the rock again, and he was disobedient. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said, because you did not honor me enough and trust me enough in front of the people to obey me, now you cannot enter into the promised land. Mm-hmm. That, that
1: brought something back to my mind. So you were talking about that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Take him back to, look at this man, even the wind and the sea obey him. Mm-hmm. And when Moses, when the Lord told him, I did that with a touch. I want your voice, the words coming out of your mind, because you are obedient to me. And you follow me, just speak my word. Speak <laughs> and that word has power to bring water from the instrument from an object where water should not be. So in all of that, I, I, it just come back for the supernatural things. That obedience brings about power in a person's life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When you connect it to the Lord, even the Old Testament, you're right. Such but this time just a false voice would say. Bring forth. That I am. It goes back to what you said again. I am the voice of the rock. And the rock has to bring forth That that you said about it, disobeying is something. But there has to be a connection, an ongoing, constant connection to God the Father who is giving you the ability and the power and authority. Not that you're looking for it, but it's because of who your daddy is, who your father is. That is causing the element, the surrounding, to line up with us. I say do It's all, I just love that. I just This is something of the
0: obedient. They man, They Well, you have no problem submitting to somebody who's going to treat you right. You know, if you have a job and they're going to treat you right and give you a good salary, full benefit, hook you up. You have no problem submitting to them. whether if the job is crooked, going to take your money after you work all the hours. You won't submit to them. So why do people submit to the devil who steals from them and take from them, but yet they still want to submit to the devil? Who's, who's <laughs> who's who, goes? Okay. who makes holes in your pocket? <laughs> why not submit to God to be obedient to God who can bless you spiritually and physically? Uh, Pastor uh, Clarence? when you made the statement about, you know, some people, you know, get talked about being obedient by other people. It goes to the scripture even in Galatians, Galatians 3 verse 1. to says, oh, foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you that ye should not obey the truth? Sometimes you got to let go of some people, some affiliations, huh? That's not walking in the way that you need to walk because bad company does corrupt good morals. And when you think about, if you want to be obedient to Christ, why are you hooked up with somebody who don't want to be obedient to Christ? That's like light and darkness being hooked up together. I don't think Satan is going to walk hand to hand with Jesus. They have odds with each other. So therefore, out of our obedience, we need to be hooked up with God, meaning that the people that are in our surroundings and our company have to be the same ones who say, you know what? Hey, you go to church. Hey, I want to go to church too. You know what? Instead of going to church, home. Let's watch our call. Let's stay home. You know, the game come on. Everybody's gonna step on a lot of people's toes because people will cut service in half in order to watch the Super Bowl. I was told all the passage I do that. But therefore, God can say, today I don't want. I don't even care about the Super Bowl because I'm the winner anyway. Why don't you stay at that, God work in the church? Well, God, I can't do that because the game come on at a certain time and I got people coming over my house. Let him wait. Can you serve me and be obedient? Well, God, you know, then it goes back to, who agenda are you serving? God's agenda because Jesus submitted himself. Even when he was in the garden, he said, nevertheless, not my will, that's obedience right there, but thy will be done. That means that he had to submit himself unto the word of God in order to say, God, I put my desires to the side so that I can fulfill your desires. But
1: the end results
0: out of the obedience.
1: I thought about what Pastor Tanya had said Over out uh, of Philippians 2 and eight. And being found in fashion As a man, he humbled himself And became obedient unto death yeah. Even the death of the cross And uh, being obedient there He could have, you know Said something to them When they were there At the foot of it And saying, you know, you know Who is he crying out to? Uh, you know, if you are who you say you are You know, come on down here. But he was obedient because he knew his purpose. His purpose was to stay to the end to a point that you can say it is finished. And that way he had did everything that, I mean, true obedience. Because I know good and well, if it had to come to us, we would have said, oh, I don't know the man. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I'm not with him. No, I'm not that. I was looking at uh, the news the other night. And I saw how over in a foreign country, how they're taking the Christians and they're killing them. And this one man says, I was going to do this. And he just did not cry right there. And I'm saying, wow, what, wow, you know, what, what are we living for? What is our hope? Are yes. we going to obey? Do we become martyrs for the Lord? Do we take a stand in what we believe? I obey the Lord. You know, we talked about how Peter and the uh, apostles were talking about, you know, it's better to obey God than man. Yes. But their life, at that point, it was a life or death to them. And they didn't even think about it. Well, the only thing they were saying, you know, we will obey. And, you know, God had already loosed us. He broke the chains from us. He loosed us, set us free, and well, told us what to do. Mm-hmm. So we went and did it. Mm-hmm. So the thing about it is, is that we as people sometimes don't want to obey because it, it is an inconvenience.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I, I just can't do it today. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not going to go to church Sunday. If you need to go Sunday, you say, I can go to Bible study, mm-hmm. and I won't even leave early. Mm-hmm. You know, but to mm-hmm. obey, that, you're right. Mm-hmm. as it is. It mm-hmm. is a sacrifice, God. I'll stay all day for mm-hmm. the Wednesday night. Well, you know, God, I, I'm tired enough to get up and go to work. You mm-hmm. know, I worked all day. But God, I just want to sleep in this
0: Sunday, you know. But I assure you, if I don't have to go today, that's right. I don't have to go today, but I assure you, God, I'm going to go Wednesday. And I'm going to pray for you. I'm not going to leave early. I'm not going to leave you off. I'm going to go. They're going to bargain with God. That's basically what they're doing, trying to do another sacrifice. But then, you know what? If they're going to put something over God. Mm Last week, we were talking about. It's nothing higher than God. So why do we make these sacrifices and try to put things over God? That's our own agenda. The only time you put your own agenda over God is when you don't want to be obedient. To that means you want, you want to walk in the curse. That's basically what you're saying, God, I want to just walk in the curse and be disobedient to God. That's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Don't walk in disobedience. Walk in the blessings of God because the blessings are based on obedience. He's a covenant keeping. God, if we do our part to surrender, God will do his part to give us eternal life mm-hmm. with him. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen.
0: Here's God. <laughs> uh, you know, once we, we boil this down, obedience, it all comes down to love. <laughs> to love. And that's, you know, I still marvel at that statement that Joe made. He said, No, he slayed me. He didn't know what was happening to him. Mm -hmm. Joe thought God was doing some of this stuff to him. He didn't have the the privilege of reading the Bible like we do. Mm -hmm. It was happening to him. Mm -hmm. But he said, "Though he slayed me. Yeah, will I trust him. Mm -hmm. And he just said, man, even if God kill me, he said, I'm still going to serve him. Mm -hmm. And, and of course, God wasn't trying to do that, but that was his mindset. He said, even if God kills me, Mm -hmm. I'm going to obey him. And I think we ought to have the mindset, no matter what we go through, we obey him, not because of the things he has, not because of his stuff, not because of his blessing, but simply because we love
1: him. That, that, that is such a good word. Yes. Amen, amen, amen. Now, we have to bring this to our close. And I tell you, I'm so caught up, and we're all caught up in this word that we're talking about, the obedience of God, to God. But at this time, I do want to take the opportunity for those that are listening in by the radio or you're driving or you're listening to it on your computer or those that are in our sanctuary where we're here doing our talk show with us right now. We never want to say goodbye without allowing those who have not embraced the Lord to take this time and opportunity to render your life to the Lord. So what I want to do, I want to ask Pastor Clarence, he would just lead to prayer to allow you all to accept Jesus as your Savior. Amen. Do you as we with me,
0: if we drive, just listen. Listen with your heart. The Lord said, if you would call on him, he will answer you. Mm-hmm. Jesus had paid the price for you to be born again. If you're not born again, you can do it today by simply saying, "Dear Jesus. Thank you for dying for my sins. I believe that you are the son of God. I believe that your blood can wash away every sin. Come into my heart. Save me today. I am so sorry, God, that I've taken this long. But thank you for your grace and your mercy. And today, Jesus... Be my Savior and my Lord. I receive you now as my Savior and my Lord. Thank you, Lord, for saving me.
1: Amen. Amen. Now, I want you to know that if you pray a prayer, that your name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And what I want you to do, I want you to call me here at Grace Worship Center, I'm Pastor Helen Young, and my number is 405-840-4001, and let me know that you've accepted, that's your Lord and Savior, and I want to pray that you would find a church in that local area, and I want you to be committed to it, I want you to obey the leaders too, and to find yourself going to the services that they have available to you, to so your Sunday services, as well as your midweek services, and join up there and be and don't forget to be a tither and to give your tithes and offer to help that local assembly. I want you to know that God loves you. He's concerned about your welfare. And I want to tell you thank you again for listening to us this morning for Breakfast with the Pastor. And I'm your host, Pastor Helen Young of Grace Worship Center in Oklahoma City. Now, thank God for my host and my guest, Co uh, Pastor Lee Young of Grace Worship Center in Oklahoma City and for pastors, senior pastors Clarence and Tanya Johnson of Transformation Church International in Oklahoma City. Once again, I want to thank the Lord for you listening for us and joining us. I appreciate you so very much. You bless, stay encourage. until next Saturday, when we meet again for breakfast with the pastor.